0: Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com.
1: Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com.
2: Oh man. Oh man. Welcome to see you next Tuesday. Some vibrato for your Tuesday.
1: Wow, Megan. Have you been watching Glee?
2: Literally never. <laughs> <laughs> Not fucking ever. You know what my TikTok wants me to watch though? That algorithm. Good God. I. They they catch you in those fucking stupid goddamn medical shows. Chicago Med is literally my entire for you page because I watched one clip going, "What the fuck is that?" Like it was was it some, the one with the racist shit. lady? Which one? No, sorry, for Chicago Med so clips. Like There's the actor a, the, is racist, or it's an like a racist the, scene.
1: Is a the character is racist? They're like, I don't want to be treated by the black the woman. It's an old lady, and in so many words. She says that she doesn't want to be treated by a black lady, by a black doctor, and then, um, was like, I want to be treated by the Chinese doctor, and uh, <laughs> and then later in the scene, she the does whatever it is that she has, it's something that's not really found in white people, so they have to run <sighs> the test again, and then black doctor comes in and it's like. And and they read the results and she's like, okay, my sister. And then the lady's like,
2: and the white lady's like, yes, that's the only clip that I've seen. I wish that was the clip that got me into it because I would be like, I think I would be seeing much better clips of this show um, because I think the one that I saw was like. Some like pregnant mom who was like, Don't give the baby any t- like no ultrasounds like I'm doing a free birth kind of thing. Like, no, 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 like no medical intervention. And they were like, uh, something's wrong. Like, you know, you're gonna have to deliver like deliver this baby and you're only six months pregnant. And she's like, But I'm only three months pregnant. And like I'm telling, like, I'm like looking at this woman, I'm like, Okay, how many kids have you had? Because if you've had like a lot and like, you know, you pop quicker. But if this is your first child, I've never even had a kid, but like you cannot tell me you look you think that no, 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 you're clear." you're clearly not three months along. Like, very clearly. Was she hiding who the father was? No, he was there. They well, they cast these, like, I don't know why they keep... And I and I know that being an anti-vaxxer doesn't have a specific look, but they do cast the look for the women spot on. The men? I'm just like, who are these men? Like, they're just these just random looking guy. Like, I don't know. Like, it's just so odd. So I saw that, and then there was ones of I don't know, but Melissa, I realized that I had gotten too deep in it because guess what started popping up? What? Grey's Anatomy clips. And I was like, fucking no. I don't like, even
1: get Grey's Anatomy clips.
2: <laughs> no, I'm like, I've been watching too many of these stupid Chicago – because they get you in where it's like, oh, like, this is like – I'm not it's feeling well. It's your fault.
1: You're interacting. You're watching the whole know, clip and then but liking it. because there are them. these
2: crazy shit – I don't like any of them. I don't like any of them. But what well, happens – you're
1: watching them, though.
2: This one woman, which I was like, of course I'm gonna keep watching. Where they were like, okay, I think she's drunk. Like she's definitely like an alcoholic, and like we, she's just in deep denial, and so is her husband. No, turns out her body is like this overgrowth of like yeast something, and so then like anytime she eats anything that has carbs in it, it makes her drunk. And I'm like,
1: that's a storyline on uh, General Hospital, but it was like night shift. General Hospital night shift.
2: <laughs> General Hospital after dark. It was. We need to collaborate with Buildabare.
1: Uh I liked it because it was it revolved around my favorite character. So mm. it was a treat for me. Um but yeah. What what else are is is flooding your timelines or are you watching?
2: Um the rest of flooding my timelines has been um what was it the other one that was oh I was gonna tell you it it was um oh fucking San- uh Vanderpump Rules Chip.
1: Mm-hmm. did you watch the finale
2: yes I did and so Mots came home and like he was like I forget what he was he was like out with I think he was out with like one of his friends like they were like at. oh no he was at the night maybe maybe it was it wasn't but um the uh, Nuggets were playing the Lakers and one of his friends like knew he was obviously a Nuggets fan. Denver got him tickets. So he got to go to the mm. game. Um, and I think it might've been that night. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't. Um, but he came home and he was like, in my head, I was like, he's going to be so shocked when I'm watching TV when he's not here. Cause like, I don't watch TV when he's not here. And he like walked through the door and literally was like, just like tilting his neck going, what are you doing? And I was like, watching the underpump rules. Like, I know, like I didn't, like, I just watched it. And then I was telling him about it. And he goes like, put It back on, so I literally watched the episode twice back to wow. back because he was invested. And then I'll like see the clips and I'm like, Oh, I'll save that for later, I'll watch it later. And he goes, no, 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 play it like I'm curious, like he's fucking intrigued. And so, most of my for you page has been like partners, specifically like cishet men who are like, I don't know, there's something about this show that is like intriguing. So, it's been mostly that. Um, so to hold us off before we get the new episode of the reunion. We watched um The Night Agent on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. It my was friend, very good.
1: My friend Ashley is a associate producer on it, I believe. She worked very on Mr. Cool. Student By President. I know you had contact with her, but you probably don't remember. But um But yeah. Well I looked it up
2: because the main guy, I was like, do you look like every guy I went to high school with or do I know you? And so I looked at his sign to you and that was one of our shared, um, mm. connections. Uh, but I just based on what the roles he's played and his age range, I was like, Oh, I've definitely just like sat in casting offices for hours on end with you. While we're both waiting to read for the same projects for different roles, I think,
1: mm-hmm.
2: or maybe I have met him before. I don't know.
1: Um, but it was good. Mm. It's good. Yeah, it's been, it's getting a lot of rave reviews and stuff. Speaking of nuggets, since you talked about the Denver nuggets, um, I got those nuggets from Sprouts that you said taste like McDonald's. Here's the thing. I air fried them and they tasted good. But I think if you put them in oil, they would taste like the McDonald's ones.
2: Okay. So as, after I told you that I was making them again and I was like, I should update Melissa of why I think this is happening is because when I would make them, we would have like sausage in the morning and there'd be like leftover oil at the bottom. And I would be like, I'm just going to cook the ch- chicken nuggets like four hours later in the same. So there's oil at the mm-hmm. bottom, but it's not touching it. And I was like, I think that has to be something that has to do yeah. with it.
1: Yeah. They're good though. They're good. They are. They're I got the, the nuggets and the tenders.
2: I love, are you a tender or a nugget?
1: Kind I'm of? more of a nugget.
2: Hmm.
1: But if I'm like at like a Applebee's type restaurant, but not an Applebee's, because I haven't stepped foot in one of those in years, but you know, an American establishment. Yeah. I love, I love some tendies.
2: Me too. I'm, I'm way more of a tendies girl because tendies have the, first of all, they're not, I like the texture of the chicken inside the tendie, like usually far, far more, but also they tend to be far crispier.
1: And see with the Sprouts ones, the nuggets are crispier than yeah. the the meats. It's a, it's not the same meat. It, it's not. It's thinner. I I like a thicker uh, tender, and mm-hmm. the tenders aren't thick. They're kind Yeah, of, they're the tenders thin. are
2: just giant nuggets. They're yeah. like giant flatter nuggets, which mm-hmm. is not my favorite. The no. Applegate Farms ones, those ones,
1: mm-hmm. where when you pull it and it, the chicken shreds. Oh, that's that's, what, that's I what I want. And same. a nugget, I'm fine. I'm fine with the compounded meat, but mm-hmm. in the the. Tenders, I need like an actual
2: I shred need, like, of mozzarella stick. I need yeah. it to be like that kind of level mm-hmm. shredding. I fully, wholeheartedly agree. um So I'm glad we're on the same page, and I definitely am going to eat some later today. Absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> so maybe good. I'll put
1: a, put it in a little bit of oil and have it. Yeah, and also there's a lot of um like Chinese food options too that are gluten free. Yeah, I, I get got. the
2: pot stickers. I got
1: that and some. Uh, uh, Egg rolls. I
2: have mm-hmm. to say, I think that the, I like the pot stickers. I like the outside of the egg rolls better. I like the inside of the pot stickers better. I'm wondering if you have you had the egg rolls yet? Mm-mm. There's a flavor in there that we both talked about a certain cuisine that we would love to like, but we don't because there's okay. like just something there. And I don't know if that's like the same kind of flavory thing that I have that I get with the egg roll. It's not like, It doesn't avert me from it where I'm like, can't stomach it. But there's like something about that. I also need to figure out if maybe if I got a different filling, I -hmm. would like them a little bit more, but they're very good. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I pan fried some of the pot stickers last night. Very good. Very, very good.
2: I'm too lazy. Uh, I air fry. I
1: was going to, but they just, they don't taste the same. It's not the, it does not. the, The wrapper just is not the same if you don't actually pan it.
2: you're gonna Um, at at, um not cutting corners when it's actually the product is not going to be as good for me I will cut every corner it's not something I like about myself (laughs) it's not I eat like you're the one who's constantly being like heat your fucking food up yes You're, you're like I can tell from your face like you're not enjoying this because it's cold like you are right you're not wrong there
1: Thank you, Megan.
2: You're welcome. You're rarely ever wrong, which is why we have our other Rarely? Podcasts. Wow. No, you're never wrong. Hey,
0: I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every moment of tension, real or imagined, were under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for the brothers of the House of Windsor, Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they each married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. I'm Matt Ellison. And
1: I'm Sydney Battle, and we're the hosts of Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, where we on Pack pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds. We recently looked into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's
0: actually much bigger than just these two brothers. It stretches back all the way to the history of the British monarchy, and it's a battle for who will shape its future. Did their feud stem from the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much
1: earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Dis and Tell early and ad Free on Wondery Plus.
2: It's sandal season. Get those dogs out and get them into—dare <laughs> I say—one of the most comfortable, two of the most comfortable pairs of shoes I've ever had the privilege of sliding these dogs right into. Today's episode is brought to you by Crocs. Melissa, how excited are you? I'm so excited, and no, i she love, can't. She can't hide it. She I, can't I even love, hide it. I love.
1: <laughs> Talking about getting your dogs out. Cause it is sandal season, not just sandal season, hashtag sandal season.
2: And this is what we wait for all year. You should know I did paint my toenails in preparation for sandal season, and my Crocs arrived yesterday and I was like, ooh, baby. I will say I do need to repaint because the color I picked was not great. Um, but they're gonna be so cute, and we are so excited because it's time. It's time to pull your sandals out, and maybe you need some upgrades. But really what I think, I need comfortable sandals. And my Crocs, I'm prancing around, plopping around, crocking around in style and comfort. Hashtag sandal season is something everyone looks forward to and they're sliding into sandals year round because of how they make us all feel. We're confident enough to reflect our style, but also comfortable enough to be our boldest selves. And being this comfortable transcends a single season or a single vacation or a single moment. Dare I say it is a mindset,
1: not just a mindset, but this mindset brings the vibes of the summer to any moment, a mindset that creates a space to show up as your most audacious self. A mindset that evokes joyful, bold energy all year long, no matter where it takes you.
2: With the new Croc style sandals, you can embrace those feel-good summer vibes all year long, thanks to versatile styles, effortless coolness, and a brand new free-feel technology that feels like nothing at all. These aren't just sandals for a single season. Don't just take our word for it, because I know we live in LA. Like, I'm beware these truly year-round.
1: Yeah, like, I got, um... A couple pairs. Um, right now, I am currently on my feet, wearing the. She showed me. She showed I- those dogs. I did. I didn't show you my dogs. I just showed yeah. you the sandals. It's true.
2: That's true. You no, know, I, I like to, get to keep my dogs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I got the getaway strappy in plaster. They are so comfortable. I've been wearing them all day, like since I got them yesterday, and. All today, I've been wearing them non-stop, except for when I got in the bed. They're incredible. It feels like I'm wearing nothing at all, which I love when it comes to any type of shoe. They've got the, like Megan mentioned, the fill-free technology. Some of the customer testimonials say it's very soft, light, and thin. It seems like you don't have shoes on. There's a cushiony soft footbed, like walking on clouds, and the shoes you can wear with everything and everywhere. There's also comfort on upper straps so they don't dig into your feet, which is why I've been able to wear them all day. They're super soft, the straps are smooth, they're seamless, unrestricted comfort, they're lightweight, and they're flexible.
2: We have the same pair of that one, um, though we will have to coordinate so we're not wearing them the same day because uh, my my the size of my foot looks like <laughs> it's eaten like seven of yours. And it, it does send me to a tailspin. But I also have the Brooklyn sandals. I got the Brooklyn high shine heel. Oh, you heard me, a heel. Your girl is wearing a, a wearable high heel. Now these make me feel like the hot girl in Y2K movies. Like I was never that. Like I was like, awkward and like too young but I feel like I could be in a music video and like I literally put them on and like pranced around my living room yesterday I was like Mats look at me and he was like those are Crocs and I was like I know so comfortable so cute and you know these ones if you you look these ones up online everyone like I promise you they're so cute you're like oh is this gonna dig into my foot no doesn't dig anywhere it is so comfortable like Melissa said it's like it's like walking on clouds and they're super sleek and they have this like sink in soft feeling where you don't feel like you're wearing anything with a heel, let alone anything cute. Like I feel like I should be, they're they're too comfortable to be this cute. It's sophistication meets all day comfort and they also feature light ride footbeds and it's a really wearable height, which I love. And you should know when the delivery driver yesterday, I was like doing gardening And he like came from around the gate, holding the package over his both hands over his head going, I've got your Crocs. And I was like, (laughs) thanks, my guy. And he was very excited for me as well. So I am just obsessed. Absolutely love them. And right now you can get 20% off your next purchase at crocs.com. Just use the code podcast20 at checkout. That's podcast20 at crocs.com for 20% off your purchase. I watched Queen Charlotte I was just about over to ask the course
1: you. of three days. Better than Bridgerton. I was like, I so your say.
2: favorite was the second season. So does now the new ranking is this number yes.
1: one? Yes, number one, number one by far. And I'm not gonna say it's because Shonda wrote this one and didn't write the other ones. It but just happy let's just be let's 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 just be honest here it's so good it's so freaking good um 10 out of 10 that's all my tiktok is now is that is stuff from that but like great show very good show they did an excellent job of casting the younger versions of the older characters i was like how did y'all find these people that look exactly like them
2: oh Let's see. Oh, Megan, you can't just type in Queen Charlotte into Google.
1: No, because the actual Queen Charlotte, <laughs> since she was a real person, does come yep, up.
2: my bad, my bad. <laughs> oh, and they're, see, so I love, I love Um, like a British TV show because I'm like, I don't know any of these people.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Who are these people? I'm excited to get to know them. Um, oh, is, she play, is this the younger version of the grandma?
1: She's not the grandma.
2: Oh, no, the...
1: She's the queen.
2: Oh, in my... <laughs> my mind literally is going to, like, the grandmas are the queens, And I'm like, no, my God, no. that's literally not how it works. Everyone is different ages. The royal titles have nothing to do with that.
1: Mm-hmm. And they're not um, even... Like, the Bridget and people are not in her family at all.
2: Oh, okay. So it's not the... It's not the... Isn't there, like, an older woman in... I, I've never fucking watched the show. Why okay, am I So she- there's
1: the Bridgerton family and there is an older woman, the mother of those people. She is in, like, she's Lady Bridgerton and then has, you know, all her kids are the ones that we're following each different season. And then there's Lady Danbury, who is a black woman, who is like, well, we find out some things in the prequel that shocking, but... The younger versions of them are in the are in Queen Charlotte. So Lady Danbury is like twenty six in Queen Charlotte. The mom and Burgunds like sixteen in Queen Charlotte. And then the Queen is
2: seventeen. Okay, okay, okay. I was thinking of I'm gonna pull it up so I can. Oh, do they put them all in the same season? They don't break it down like kind of like Ryan Murphy anthology stuff. So they don't break it down like each like Queen Charlotte has their own page on IMDb. Yes, because but the other Queen one Charlotte
1: is technically yeah. a prequel, so it's not the same. But both the but the ones that like that they play, they're all in the same show together. So you should be able to still oh. see both of them. Okay. So you should say let's see like Queen Charlotte and Young Queen Charlotte, Lady Danbury, Young Lady Danbury, Bridgerton, um. Young. I mean, uh, Violet, Young Violet,
2: the main girl from season two.
1: She's what she wouldn't be in that because she's not born yet. But she is her, in also in Little Mermaid, which I saw.
2: Her street style. She's been popping up on my uh, explore page on Instagram, and like some people doing like talking about like her fashion, and she's got great looks, really, really good. Sense mm-hmm. Style. You saw Little Mermaid. I did. I had to see it. Did you see it it. with the kids?
1: No, I had to... No, I didn't. I saw it on Thursday before I left. Um, And I had to see it because we're covering it on Black Men Can't Jump and I didn't need them to ruin it for me.
2: But Yeah, that's an experience you needed to have on your own. Yes. (laughs) Did you love Um, it?
1: I did love it. And I don't want to share more because I really want us to do like a compare-contrast of it. But I loved it. Everything that I had issues with as an adult for the animated little mermaid they fixed it in the live action one so
2: great cool uh yeah i'm very down to watch it and i don't know
1: i was like i'm not gonna tell megan because it's gonna be packed when i have to go so even though i went at two o'clock on a thursday it was sold out
2: yeah it's it's blowing up as it as it should be. Mm-hmm. Um I've liked all of the trailers and the previews I've seen, but I think it'll be interesting to do a compare and contrast because I've probably seen the original. There's no way I've seen it more than twice. Like I've probably se- I, it wouldn't be rare to me that I've only seen it one time. So
1: I've like- probably seen it about twenty times, but I don't remember a lot of it. But I there are some things that I do remember and I'm like, oh they fixed this. That makes sense now. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They gave uh, Prince Eric a backstory and he's not just a himbo. Cool.
2: <laughs> you know, Disney does love trade a himbo, constant himbo, himbo appreciation. Yeah. Um, have you heard of this thing? And I want to give a forewarning. I'm, I'm not always a very nice person and I think people should like enjoy what they're going to enjoy. And I would never comment a hate comment on someone who's just like living their life and enjoying what they want to enjoy. But sometimes- I
1: commented a hate comment this week. Now <laughs> I'll tell you what it is,
2: it. and but, it like, was deserved. This one would not have been deserved. It was just one of those things that like, the fact that I've gone this many years on this planet and had no idea that this thing existed. And this was like a community of people who were like doing this, this thing, not harming anybody. It was just kind of like, whoa, we live very different lives. It's this thing called muzzing.
1: What's that? It sounds like you put your (laughs) vagina next to somebody else's vagina and then just kind of nuzzle it.
2: (laughs) It's the foreplay before Uh, 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 scissoring. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Muzzing is called... What? This not real dictionary says it's an intransitive verb to study intensely or grind okay urban dictionary this is it okay oh it's a style of dance developed in the early 21st century from the european dance style tectonic movements include pointing of arms in different directions bending the arms swinging the arms while straight and bent and the circling of the hands around the head
1: Oh, I actually think now when you say that, I think I know exactly what you're talking about.
2: So this TikTok popped up and the girl was like, my muzzing journey. And I like, very rarely have I never heard of something so much that like someone could go on an entire education journey and performance that I'm like, you literally spent years working on this thing, building your craft, presumably like learning from other people that like literally have never heard of this thing existing. And when she gets to her final form, when I tell you, Melissa, I would have, I walk into walls accidentally when I'm not moving that fast. The fact that she didn't smack herself in her face. And then I ended up on the side of TikTok of like, how, how to muz. And we've talked here before that my dream is to be able to twerk. And, My body is just, my body does not want to let me do it. And I want to do it so badly. If I thought there was any one other thing, I didn't think I could look more awkward and worse doing something than twerking the picturing myself with my long gangly arms doing this. That's a hazard for the people around me. I
1: typed in once you described what it is. I typed in muzzing under a bridge And this one clip came up because it was very popular on black Twitter like 10 years ago, where people would take these people that are muzzing under a bridge and then put it to like a hip hop song. And it was like fire. Everybody was was hyping it up. It was pretty cool. So like we this has been. Under
2: a bridge. Because
1: that's where they were. That's just where they are in the video.
2: Oh, shut the fuck up. I know. I've said, No, you're right. You're right. I'm realizing now a lot of the videos I saw, they were under <laughs> bridges, but I just didn't realize. I didn't put it together. It's just. I'm going to send you the one that I saw. Because like as I'm watching them do it, I'm just like, oh, OK, cool. Coordination. Like I'm thinking just like, like raving like, dance. Like I'm thinking dance, how it yeah. is. But. She gets to this point, Melissa, where it's, like, so fast. I was, like, like, yeah, that's, yeah, I've seen that. The, like, she gets to this point that, like, I didn't even know you could get there, nor did I know that that was attainable or the goal. And I'm, like, have, like, neurologists look at this. I'm, like, is your brain okay? Like, it's just, like, you know, they talk about those things of, like, those little, like, do a brain tease, like, you know, tap your thing, like, all this shit. I'm, like, you are going to be... Cognitively, fucking eons ahead. Like, you're the fact that you can do all that, like, do that shit so fast.
1: There's a girl doing it in a pink Power Ranger outfit. So, TikTok knew what they were doing. Yep. But yeah, I'm, I didn't know it had, an, I just thought it was just rave dancing, but I didn't know it had a name, but I knew exactly what it was. It, that, tic, that, that, uh, that uh, um, definition described it perfectly.
2: No, wait, p- Totally. And like, I'm seeing people doing these, like how it started. And I'm like, cool. Like, looks like, you know, cheerleader-ish. And then they just get to this point where they're on like 15 times speed. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, holy shit. I cannot move that fast.
1: Very interesting. Very interesting.
2: I love that one of my favorite things about TikTok is like discovering something that is something that is so fully formed that I had no idea it fucking existed. And usually in other instances, when you have those things, you're like, I'm, I don't want to know it exists. Like, I don't want to know that this is a thing. This I loved. I had a similar reaction to when I saw, um, it was a whole community of people building tiny apartment houses as bird feeder houses. And so they were building homes for their birds. And Mm -hmm. I was like,
1: I've seen that. I love
2: this shit. I'm so glad I get to hear about this.
1: Listen and
0: subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues
2: We've been watching New Girl again. Um, what number is this? Number three? <laughs> we just like put it on constantly, like in between. I it's I still haven't seen it. I no, I probably have seen it all the way through. Um now. Oh, this was gonna tell you. So we went to our nephew's Shabbat at school. Mm-hmm. And we got to meet like his bestie at school. Oh my god, they're so obsessed with each other it was the cutest thing I've literally ever seen unless I can only describe it as two drunk girls arriving for their friend's bachelorette and they haven't seen each other in years
1: but they They, literally see each other every day
2: he walks into the classroom and they both just scream and go ah and they run to each other and hug and then anytime they meet like their eyes they just look at each other and they scream and then they burst out laughing and I was like yeah, put these put these little dudes on a fucking one of those drink carts in nashville like you're on a bachelor party. <laughs> it was like they were woo girls like woo it was so funny and all of the um teachers were like they're obsessed with each other like this is just how they are and um so then mods and i hung out with that little kids um grown-ups who came for the family day so we hung out with that because all of the kids were like oh so excited to have my family members here they couldn't care less about us. So then we hung out with the other family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like, they're just best buddies. Um, so that was fun. And it's definitely where Moth picked up his cough.
1: Yeah. I was going to say that, but I don't remember. Did I say something? I I said it in my head. I was like, "We yeah. got this from the little germy children. Well, but there was one I...
2: kid walking around with a neon green booger just hanging out of his nose. And I was like...
1: Megan, sometimes you say things... <laughs> that you know. know that are going to disgust me and you it, just go ahead and say them
2: anyway because you have to get my mouth my brain works really really fast but it's on it's it's doing a lot of things at the same time and then my mouth is just like keep going and then it goes maybe you should have held that one back <laughs> maybe you should have refrained from that one um but it was it was a good time and Mott's like turned to me after so we were leaving he goes that is a lot of work and I was like yeah, like, yeah this is why we don't have kids at this point in our lives and he was like yeah that's like hella hard except he didn't say hella because i would have made fun of him <laughs> he's know. not
1: from your area
2: no but you can say hella there are like some people like certain like some people from I atlanta who say, say hella. hella but it's just a matter of like you have to say it in a way that like i don't clock it like you it just has to be in your vocabulary and it, i don't have to know where you're from like again, there's people from like Atlanta or,
1: well, he's lived there. Some other cities,
2: yeah, yes, um, and it it feels fine. But then some people say it, and I'm like, what was that?
1: Speaking of Atlanta, have you heard any news?
2: I didn't audition for it, Moza. Why not? Because <laughs> kindly, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I yeah, also saw this girl post, I think it was a TikTok of this girl, like posting, uh, like the scene, my, like the tape, like the audition and like the final scene. And it was one, like a, and she was like, I was don't so say nervous. say name. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, I mean, what I'm about to say, it's going to be like, well, obviously who we're talking about.
1: Yeah. Um, well, it can and, be obvious, but yeah, just don't you're right, you're
2: say right, right. it. Well, cut that out. <laughs> yes, I
1: will. But I'm okay. just saying
2: no so she said um that she was like i was like really nervous to do it because like we only got one take and like it's a really long scene and everyone in the comments like really and i'm like yeah like that's the whole thing and she's like i was just so afraid i was gonna mess it up i was like a legitimate fear a legitimate fear for these productions and live plays (laughs) like that's like
1: well that's where their background is from um that's how they made all their money um you know that it was all plays first. Where? In Atlanta. Wow. And then he would go on tour in, like, areas that had, like, a big population of people that would enjoy that genre.
2: Many I remember stage my, my
1: grandmother wow. loved them. I was like, this is terrible. But she would sit and get copies. And they'd be terrible quality. But get copies of it and we have to sit and watch it. And I was like, Oh mama, you won't let us watch certain things because they're just, you know, of the devil, but this, because he talks about God, this is still devilish. Like,
2: (laughs) no, as soon as I'm, I'm on their Wikipedia right now. And I just started seeing something. The, the play included Christian themes, and I go, "That's how you got." Because I was like, "A lucrative play,
1: very like that's Hard. that's that's yeah." But he, it was they were super popular. But A religious that's how,
2: experience. That's much how more he lucrative.
1: got all his money, and then moved into films. Oh, wow. And he was also like living in his car; like he didn't have any money.
2: I've like recently realized that like I'm not a hustler at all. Like I think like I would I would love I've said this before. Like universal basic income, like that would be like lovely. Like I am not someone who I I want money solely for the thing the fact that I need it. Like I'm not money d- driven like in in that way. Um I'm also really bad with numbers and stuff. And so like I see people who are like oh doing this 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 and this. I'm like I if it's not fun, I don't want to do it. And the idea that you can grind out so like work, do all of this shit is so impressive, and I just don't have that in me.
1: See, I'm a hustler, but I'm not a grinder. And this is how I differentiate the two. A grinder is somebody that will live without for a long time while they're hustling. <laughs> so they'll I I cannot I have a basic form of uh lifestyle that i like to change i I like to have so like i hustle but i'm not grinding because i prefer certain things in life
2: you know i might be a grinder and not a hustler (laughs) 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 like no it's like legitimately like i just and it's just because it seems like a lot of work
1: yeah they're both a lot of work, but when you have the two together, no one of them has
2: a financial benefit. The other one doesn't, and like <laughs> I mean,
1: the 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 other one does in the long term. Long
2: term, that's my issue. But, I'm like, but you I'm have to you term.
1: you have to be like a grinder that also hustles in order to have that long term. Because you can grind and still like be at the same point that like you never expand. You
2: Melissa, know, Melissa, I know. <laughs> i know a little a little
1: too well like but you're still maintaining a certain lifestyle though you know
2: no i am but when i i i could so easily give everything up like i was like i could truly eat pasta for dinner like every like single day but the idea like to me that is a far easier thing than being like i'm i'm gonna like figure out all of the different ways to make money i'm like I'm going to build a dollhouse and my pasta. Like, it's, okay. not, it's not like, yeah, it's okay. I'm going to take some like financial classes.
1: You can't say that and then have a frame TV though.
2: Um, that is, you're, no, no, you're not wrong. I'm just saying yeah. that like, it's the idea of like, I see people who like make content all about like, I definitely have money trauma too, but like people who like make all this like content about like, you know, I will demand what I'm worth, but it's mostly because like I only look at the big picture and I'm like, will this help me propel me forward? And like the amount of people who will just be like, oh, I'm just doing this for like a quick dollar. I'm like, I couldn't do that. And I'm like, man, do it. (laughs) You should do it. You know, I'm going to get to that point. It's going to be, I'm going to become the next Logan Paul, everybody watch out.
1: And on that note, we're going to end. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for listening to See You Next Tuesday, and we will see you next Tuesday.